Welcome to Three Points with AJC's Stephen Baim. Dr. Baim is the director of AJC's William Petchek Contemporary Jewish Life Department and the Kopelman Institute on American-Jewish-Israeli Relations. We now give the floor to Dr. Baim. Thank you for downloading this podcast. My name is Stephen Baim. The topic of today's podcast is the question of Israel-Diaspora relations at times of crisis. For the better part of a month and a half, Israel has attempted to defend itself from Hamas, the terrorist group that controls the Gaza Strip. The reverberations of this conflict have been felt throughout world Jewry, and in many cases, diaspora Jewry has responded overwhelmingly in support of the Jewish state. Here are three reflections on the significance of Israel-Diaspora relations at times of crisis. First is the question of the solidarity expressed by world Jewry with Israel. More specifically, the special relationship between Israel and the United States has in many ways been a function of the support that the American Jewish community has given to the state of Israel over decades. American Jewry has been loud and unequivocal in saying it wants Washington to support Jerusalem. The end result, coupled with factors of overall American friendship for Israel, has been a unique, special relationship, very unlike any of America's other relations with other countries, with the possible exception of Great Britain. That friendship, that support that Washington has expressed so consistently for Israel over decades is in many ways a function of the solidarity that American Jewry has expressed in standing with Israel during moments of crisis. Two is the question of how do democracies function and how do they foster the Israel-Diaspora relationship? 95% of the world's Jews today live in democratic societies. Democracies are never perfect. Winston Churchill put it very eloquently, democracy is the worst and meanest of all forms of government, except for all the rest. What Churchill meant by that is that democracy does allow for freedom of expression. In that respect, it gives enormous leeway for expressions of minority politics. For Jews specifically, living in democracies, they have the opportunity to make their voices heard in the battle over public opinion. In that battle, especially during this Gaza war, Israel's come under enormous criticism in the international media. Yet in a democratic society, one has the right to answer media criticisms. One has the right to compose op-eds and speeches that make the case for Israel. The fact that 95% of the world's Jews live in democratic societies is a second critical element in why the Israel-Diaspora relationship is so important to the future of Israel and the Jewish people. And third, without question, Jews often disagree about the merits and demerits of Israeli public policies. The question we're posing here is the appropriateness of that disagreement in the context of a time of crisis when Israel is at war defending herself against missile attacks and terrorist incidents. There is a lesson to be learned here from history. During the 1930s, world Jewry faced an enormous problem of refugees wanting to flee Nazi Germany. President Roosevelt had a refugee officer by the name of Breckenridge Long, who recorded in his diary that there were some 50 Jewish groupings who had all descended on Washington, each with its own program for rescue and relief. Long's conclusion was, it makes no sense to do anything whatsoever on behalf of the Jews, because if you try to satisfy one group of Jews, 
you'll only be alienating 49 others. His conclusion was, in effect, let's stop any refugee policy. That tragedy of the 1930s looms as a very sharp historical memory as we think in terms of post-war Israel diaspora relations and contemporary Jewish politics. We do have our disagreements. We disagree on many aspects of Israeli policy. But the question becomes, where are we most effective in expressing those disagreements? Expressing them before circles of power, such as Washington, will only mitigate the effectiveness of our political advocacy on behalf of greater U.S. support for Israel. That said, the dissent itself is perfectly legitimate and understandable. The place to air it is inside the Jewish community, not in the political context of when we address circles of power, influentials, elites, who have the responsibility of formulating policy to how their respective governments will relate to Israel. A minority grouping such as the Jews do have, especially in democratic societies, tremendous potential for affecting the course of policy. Yet, when disagreements are expressed so vigorously and so vociferously as what is it that the Jews are advocating, by definition, that advocacy has been severely weakened. You can discover more about AJC's efforts to support Israel on the world stage by going to AJC.org. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on the iTunes Store and the Apple Podcasts app on your iPhone or iPad. Visit AJC.org to learn more and sign up for the AJC Global Forum 2015, June 7th through 9th in Washington, D.C.